Hello and welcome to the Food to Freedom podcast. The aim of this podcast is to help you improve your relationship with food, eating and your body so you can live a healthy, happy and thriving life. If you enjoyed the podcast, then share it with the world. And if you want some support with your food and body freedom journey, then find more details in the show notes. Hi everyone, welcome to today's episode. I hope you are all doing very well, enjoying your summer and enjoying hopefully some sunshine. It is pretty hot in Valencia, I'm not gonna lie, but that's okay. Um, Today's idea, the idea for today's episode simply came from my personal struggle and I thought why not share it it might help some of you as well. So the previous probably couple of months have been pretty stressful for me. And while some of the stress, I'm perfectly aware that I just made it worse myself. Um, I'm sure I'm not the only one. Some of the stress is just life. Life happens, things happen and we do our best to adapt. And while I usually feel like I'm pretty good at adapting to all these life stressors, I can't say that for the previous couple of months and there have been changes that just meant that I struggled a little bit more than usually. So my sleep, my workout routine, my eating habits, my movement, everything has been affected and I haven't done the best job at making sure I stick to some sort of a routine, even though it it's more challenging. Um, and it came to the point where I realized that even on the days when I could have easily gone for a walk or I could have easily done a few minutes of yoga, I found excuses not to do it. And when I realized that it wasn't just down to life being stressful and these changes happening, but it was also allowing myself to keep coming with ex- coming up with excuses. I thought, okay, this is when I need to push myself a little bit in the direction of my goals. And while I'm currently not working towards any, I guess, body composition or strength goals necessarily, um, I do want to keep healthy and strong in the long run and I know that by being inactive and by not making the best choices with my nutrition I'm not moving in the, the in the direction of that of those goals so um, when I realized that was the case I decided that I needed to start from the basics and one of the first questions I asked myself 
and for those of you who've been listening to the podcast or following me on Instagram for a while, you'll be familiar with this question and it is, what's the minimum I can commit to? And this is a question that I recommend you return to anytime you feel that things are overwhelming, that you are not able to follow through with your usual behaviors, just start from the beginning. What's the minimum you can commit to? And for me, right now, the minimum I can do is commit to four workouts a week and then the rest of the the movement that I would usually do, which would be a lunchtime walk and a daily, usually 10 to 15 minute yoga routine. Right now, I don't think I can commit to all of that. So for me, prioritizing the gym is something that I know I want to do because that's usually the first thing I do in the morning and it helps me get that one first win for the day. So it's something I don't really want to negotiate on. It's a non-negotiable. I go, I do my gym workout for four days a week. In terms of walks and yoga, right now, I don't feel like this is something I can commit to regularly and that is fine. I also know that on the days that maybe I feel more energetic or I feel like I can fit in something else, I can go to the gym in the afternoon again and just do some walking on the treadmill. I say this because it's too hot in Valencia right now to go for a walk at lunchtime when I usually used to go to uh, or used to go for walks. So sometimes I'll go in the afternoon, I'll go to the gym and I'll do some walking on the treadmill. Don't get me wrong, it's not my favorite activity, but I know that if I basically sit behind my desk for a few hours, it's good to get some movement in. So on the days that I can, I'll go do that. And then there will be days when I'll feel that my body needs some stretching or some gentle movement. And I have the option to then add some yoga to that as well. Um, I, I'm not committing to anything though. It's an option for me to consider when I'm feeling up for it, but it is not a non-negotiable for me right now. So again, consider what's the minimum you can do consistently and don't feel like you are... If you're committing to something that feels very small, don't feel like it is too small. As I said, you can always adapt and fit in more things if you feel that you have more energy or you have more time and you just simply want to do more. That's perfectly fine. But it is more encouraging to do that once you've consistently been hitting your non-negotiables. And then the second question I think is good to return to from time to time is why are these behaviors, these habits important to me? Like I said at the beginning, for me, going to the gym 
making sure that I get some um, healthy, nutritious foods in, it's important because I know that that gives me more energy. I know it's keeping me healthy. And um, I know that it also has a big impact on my mental health. So all of these things are important to me. And that's why I want to commit to doing certain habits. So consider why these things are important to you and why you want to do them. And that's the thing. You always have a choice. It's your choice to do these things. So this is also an empowering thing to consider. And if you can also find a way to hold yourself accountable. Now, I understand you might not um, be ready to work with a coach and that's fine. You can simply um, maybe download an app that reminds you to do certain habits and then you tick them off. You can even just print some um, habit trackers. There are some great um great the word is the great there are some great templates on canva for example or even if you just google habit tracker and print that out um place it on your fridge or on your door and then just tick them tick your habits off every day and this is a great way to help you uh hold yourself accountable and then um also in terms of habits and not skipping things a great way if you're if you are using a habit tracker is to say to yourself to never skip a habit twice it's something from the atomic habits book and i think it's a it can be a good advice uh, depending on your situation so if you find it useful then take it apply it if you don't think it can work for you that's also fine but i think people often have this belief that when you establish a habit when you've done a certain thing for a long time that's it you'll never ever struggle with keeping that habit again and that's actually not the case I mean, I've had the habit of going out for a walk and doing yoga for a long time. And it's right now, the situation has changed a little bit. The stressors in my life have changed a little bit. And all of that obviously um, places a challenge on, on the habits that I have. So it's important that we are able to be flexible and that we are able to adapt to those challenging situations. And these questions and these strategies of, you know, holding yourself accountable, these things can help you to adapt in those situations. And then finally, even when we have our best intentions, even when we have sat down and decided on our small behaviors, our non-negotiables, even then there still might be days when even just the non-negotiables are feeling 
particularly hard to follow through. And that's fine. For those days, I suggest you also have a plan B. So for example, if you've decided you your non-negotiable is to eat home-cooked lunches or dinners, let's say, let's say your goal is or your non-negotiable is to eat homemade lunches four days a week. And let's say there's a particularly difficult week, you will want to have a plan B. And that plan B can simply be, (laughs) that plan B can simply be that you have a restaurant that you know you can order from and that has some nutrition, nutritious options. So that on the days when a home-cooked lunch or dinner just isn't an option, you know you have this plan B, you know that you can order and you know that you are still getting in a nutritious meal. So again, don't underestimate the power of small behaviors that you can commit to continuously even when life gets crazy and don't ever think that your small behaviors are too small. There's no such thing. And you can always build on from there. But keep in mind that life changes, our situations change. So we have to develop these skills so that we can adapt to all those challenges. I hope this was helpful. I thought um, it was a useful thing to cover because I feel like, you know, there's never just a calm, long period in life, or maybe sometimes, Um, but usually we all have our struggles, we all have our busy, stressful periods, and when that happens, um, just remember, you're not alone, we all struggle, and we all are here to just learn from that, so Um, yeah also take this kind of the uh, stressful periods as an opportunity to learn and um, develop your skills very good Uh, let me know if this was helpful let me know if you have any questions Um, and apart from that if you need someone to hold you accountable then reach out about coaching and we can chat to see if that would be a good option for you And otherwise, I hope you have a lovely rest of your day and take care. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you think someone else might benefit from it, then please share it with them. Thank you for listening and I'll catch you at the next one.